Hello, gambling degenerates, and welcome back to the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast, the only podcast that will not seek out financial compensation after being diagnosed with mesothelioma because it isn't a snitch. I'm your host, Matasaurus Rex, aka Mr. Two and Three on the NFL season. We'll get more into that later. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Jared, aka the Articulate Assassin. Ooh, I like that. I'm sticking with the linguistics theme, I'm thinking. Yeah, the end of the alliteration also. Absolutely. I like Gotta that. Gotta do it. So You should have been an English teacher. My mom actually was. No so, way. Yeah, it's in my blood. Huh. If this whole podcast thing doesn't work out, I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> Living with my mom. Exactly. Yep. In her basement because she's still teaching. So um, uh, week one is in the books. It was a crazy week one as it often is. Jared, were you successful with your week one bets? Overall, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, My biggest winner was probably the Saints game. Yeah, that was a huge one. Plus three and a half and then they crushed them, which mm-hmm. is great. Also, I don't think the viewers know we have a bet going. Um, the Vikings Packers bet. That's true. But so far we're tied. Yeah. So Jerry and I, um, earlier this year, like the first week we met, we made a bet that the pack I bet bet that the Packers will have a better record at the end of the season than the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. We got fifty bones on the line, and after week one, we might need to find a Lions fan or something to get in on this bet because good luck with that. Yeah, the NFC North just looks rough in a rough shape, but it's also week one. It's just, this is like the famous overreaction week yes. for everything. I mean, you were telling me earlier that I need to calm down. I'm just desperately trying to make fantasy football trades. How many trades have you been working on in your fantasy? Football? I've got about four pending ones right now in the office wide fantasy league, and I've gotten three verbal no's already. Yeah, so you're hitting the panic button already, it seems like. See, I just my team scored 80 points and is like 30 points below the person who's like 11th in scoring. So that was a little jarring. I know I had some anomalies like Aaron Rodgers isn't going to score 1.2 again this season. Sure. And then I had someone else who just like Kittle, I think, kind of bombed. Oh, yeah. Yep. But besides that, we'll be good. I'm telling myself that I actually had a pretty decent week of betting as well. I didn't win the free cheese, which will that will never happen again the rest of the season. (laughs) That is that is a promise. Um, and I got so cl- after all this talk that you and I had about how you were telling me all last episode how parlays are stupid and I shouldn't do them. I was one win. I was three points away from winning one hundred sixty dollars on a ten dollar bet. I know to open the season. I know you told me. And the three points that I missed were from the game I was the most <sighs> confident in. The Minnesota Vikings could not manage to beat the Cincinnati Bengals by three points. They couldn't manage to beat them none the, like anyways, but they were close. Close doesn't win me things, Jared. <laughs> I was so that would have been such a great like momentum thing going into like the, that would have been a great tone setter for the rest of the podcast. Did you watch the end of the game? The refs totally fucked the Vikings. I listened to it on the radio. Yes. I don't I don't believe that excuse whatsoever. I haven't seen any of the video clips, so I don't know for sure. But well, I do know there was a controversial, I believe, fumble. Yes. Long story short, Dalvin didn't fumble. It was a okay. bad call. So what you're saying is I need to contact Mr. Goodell about yes. receiving my yeah. parlay money. And I'm sure I'll get that by tomorrow. That All right. Money. Yes. Sounds good. So yeah, that happened. Um, besides that, though, I placed a bet on I had Buffalo six and a half, and I won that. And I also had Detroit, uh, I believe it was eight and a half, and I won that as well. That one was completely lucky. That was just last second cover to the hundredth degree. Yeah, I didn't watch that game, but Niners were up by a big, and then Detroit the storm back, storm yeah. back, come roaring back. Kind, yeah, kind of like kind of like that. So. So they got fighting on the Lions. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see if how that impacts the rest of my season, and then. Um, 
The big talk right now, we're recording this on Wednesday, the big talk right now is the Baltimore Ravens-Las Vegas Raiders game that happened just because it was the craziest ending to a game easily this season. I can't think of the last time a season a game ended that crazily. Right, especially the Monday night opener too. Yeah, exactly. Those games are always kind of like snooze fest and you're usually just trying to fight the urge to go to sleep. Right, but you had to stay around for that one. It was crazy and... It got me thinking about live betting. I want I wanted your opinion on it because that was my first time really trying to dabble in live betting. Like during overtime, I was trying to place like three different bets for like the opposing team as like things were happening. And I wasn't able to do it just like through my gambling provider. But I was curious yeah. with you. Do you live bet? Only at halftime. You don't do like an in the moment. Don't like bet. to do that because when you watch a game, typically there will be a massive delay. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe a minute or two. And the sports books are always going to be much quicker than you are, especially with giving out their lines. So when they give out their lines during the game, you have to consider the delay happening. Yeah. And the best way to live bet is during halftime when there's like a pause in the action. And you, and you can recoup and see how the game flow is going. OK. So always consider that it might look good on paper, like a spread in the moment, like fourth quarter. Dude, I was seeing like Ravens, like plus twenty two hundred. And I was just so tempted to just even throw a dollar on it. Yes. But then, yeah, like I said, like the delay, I noticed like as I'm doing like the they were like a minute and a half ahead of like the actual game. So. Right. Now, now, if you're at the actual game watching and you have mm -hmm. your smartphone or whatever, your iPhone, do it then. Yeah. Because you'll actually be ahead of the sports books then. Yeah, exactly. The so that's good to know. I will try and keep that advice and be more loyal to the bets I originally placed at the beginning or even at halftime. Right. So to recap. On the NFL season right now, I am two and three, which is 40%. They say a professional gambler is in the 55 to 55% range. So I've decided that's my new goals. I'm going <laughs> to get up to 53 to 55% so that I can say I am a professional gambler. Right. Or that I'm at least as good as a professional gambler. Air quote professional gambler. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to happen with the small, like, $10 bets I'm placing anytime <laughs> right, soon. Yeah. But I'd like to think at least that. I could be if I wanted to <laughs> randomly you just show up in a fur coat one day like, hey, I'm 55 percent. That's the dream. <laughs> when I hit 55 percent, I will wear a fur coat on the podcast and <laughs> putting that down now. So that's week one. Week one is completely in the books. Let's move on to week two. I'm scared of week two. I've looked at all these numbers and I there weren't very many that I liked at all. I could not find a single underdog that I wholeheartedly believe in oh i'm the opposite you like all the underdogs i uh again if you could just bet every underdog this week and i think you'd win money this week really yeah i i'm curious we'll have to talk about which underdogs you like because i literally went through i think my thing is i'm such a victim of the moment i think every team <laughs> yes, we 100 know exactly what they are and like i think we i already have like the playoff bracket in my head right doing four trades of your fantasy league. yeah exactly <laughs> i'm just not a very long-term thinker whatsoever so that might be my downfall this week but i know it won't be with my first bet which is my free cheese of the week and ironically the free cheese of the week is for the cheese heads green bay packers <laughs> minus 10 and a half versus the detroit lions <laughs> Don't love it. Don't love it. All Don't right. Don't love it. Well, you love the idea that a well-coached team bounces back after being humiliated on like a big TV game like well, that? I, I think it could be a seven-point game. I don't think it's 10 points. 10 and a half. A lot of points. That's two scores right there. That's true. But I also think that Rodgers historically has owned the Detroit Lions. I think, I think the actually the best thing that could have happened for the Packers was the 
Lions storming back against the 49ers. Roaring back, not storming. Roaring back, back sorry. <laughs> that they roared back against the Lions. I think that's going to tell the Packers that they need to like pour more gas on the fire when they are inevitably ahead in this game. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to put their foot on the brake as easily. And I don't know. The Lions, they definitely fought back against the Niners. I think Dan Campbell probably has that unit going well, but I think the Packers are just going to be so much on their A game and ready to go. That Do you think Jordan Love plays in this game? No. To any degree, I mean, it would be one of the few games he probably would play, like a Lions game or something like that. He did I think play a little bit last week at the end. He did, yeah. yeah. So, I guess I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think they're going to be too focused on get. I don't even think it'll be like a forty point game. I think it'll be like the Packers win by like sixteen, seventeen, something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to completely blow them out of the water because I think the Lions. Are they are like a professional football team? They have they are competent. <laughs> they are a team. They are a team. Yeah, they have professional football players. So you, you're thinking more like a 27 to 10 type of game. Yeah, something like that. Like I think it'll be interesting the first two quarters, but I think the Packers blow the door open after halftime. Okay. So I'm pretty confident in that. I mean, I'm confident enough to make it my guaranteed bet of the week. I've already I've already bet the money, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. I got I feel like I got him in a good line at 10 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, seven eight point. I think I think you'll miss it by just a hair by a point or two. Oh boy, we'll see. Yeah. Um, do you have a guaranteed bet? Um, up? I like the let's see. I like the Bills minus three and a half. I think that's a good spread for them. Who do they play again? Who do the, they play? The Dolphins. Dolphins. Yep. The Dolphins. I don't know. I think the just a big bounce back game for the Bills. That's true. I I liked that number a lot too when I looked at it, and I might I might have to put some money on it come Sunday morning. But I think Miami is also a very well-coached team. Yes. And they've got a great defense. And It's kind of hard playing in Miami. It's weird. Yeah, especially in September. they always It's always like super hot and everyone just gets like super winded and gas and whatnot. Yeah. But a lot we'll, of cramping. We'll see what happens. I don't hate that pick, though. I do think the Bills will be like it's the same thing with my theory with the Packers. I think they'll be bounced yes. back and ready to roll. Yeah. So don't hate that. Big bounce back week for Big, week two. It might be, and if that's the case, I am screwed all around <laughs> because for my – so we're moving on to the fuck it we ball. This is my Hail Mary, and in true Hail Mary fashion, I'm going with another parlay this week. Oh, God. But it's a much more tame version of a parlay. <laughs> it's only three games, not four games. It is only three, oh it is only three games, not four games, and it's three favorites that I feel pretty damn good about. The first game, I've got Patriots minus six versus the New York Jets. Okay. The Jets' left tackle is out. Yeah. And the Patriots' defense is really good. Yeah. It's definitely a better defense than Carolina. And, and it's a Belichick team versus a rookie quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. Good sign. Exactly. And the, the, the Jets could only score 14 against Carolina's defense. I got to imagine Bill is going to be able to hold them to less than that. It is in MetLife, but I don't think the Jets' home field advantage really matters that much these days. Yeah. I think Wilson will probably play a decent game, but yeah, like you said, Belichick usually has his way with rookie quarterbacks. Right. So, feel really confident about that one. The second game I have on there is Saints minus three and a half versus Carolina. <sighs> Carolina only managed 19 points versus the Jets. The Saints, I think, will continue to roll. And I was able to get it under four points, which I really, really like. Are the Panthers better than we think they are? They scored 19 against the Jets, which makes me slightly hesitant because I feel like they sh- the Jets' defense isn't really that special. Could you see Darnold being a top 10 quarterback by the end of the year? I really like Sam Darnold. I didn't watch any of that game, so I don't know how he looked at all. I really like Sam Darnold. I would like one of probably the few like Darnold truthers left out there. <laughs> but I top 10 
push. I think his, he should really aim for like a top 15 quarterback just so he can get like a smaller extension. I don't think he's ever going to be a super max guy at this right. point. You look like you kind of look like Sam Darnold with a smaller forehead. Pre- appreciate that. that. Yeah. Uh, more symmetrical Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate I don't have the neck beard. I got to get the neck beard going. Oh, yeah. I got that going. But that really gets the ladies going. Oh, man. <laughs> Looking like a Neanderthal just really does it. <laughs> so I got Saints minus three and a half over Carolina. Oh, I'm surprised you're, you seem hesitant about this one considering New Orleans is your Super Bowl pick. I do. Um, it is in Carolina. I, I believe. just I, I think Pan- Panthers are better than we think they are. That's OK. Thing. I love it. I think the Panthers might be like a sneaky playoff team, but I also think the Saints are kind of off to out to prove something a little bit. Plus it's a division game, so anything can happen with the division game too. That's true. That, that's my big thinking with it. But I, yeah, it's not overall. It's not a bad pick. I yep. don't really hate it. All right, cool. So then the third leg of this parlay, I've got Arizona minus four and a half versus the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know if this is just my heart telling me to be spiteful towards the Vikings or if this is my head, but the way I look at this, like everything the Vikings had trouble with last week, Arizona crushed last Did well. week. Yep. Chandler Jones had five sacks in three quarters in three quarters. And the Vikings offensive line looks terrible. Yes. That's an advantage, Arizona. Um, if Joe Burrow was a problem for the Vikings defense, you got to imagine Kyler Murray will be. Yes. Yeah, scrambling quarterbacks always torch the Vikings. Yep. Like that Zimmer defense could not figure out a scramble quarterback. They really can't. And overall, the Vikings are 0-8 against the spread in their previous eight games. So I don't know what's going on it's in Minnesota. So I've, I've lost the last eight bets on the Vikings. Pretty Have much. you? Yeah. Do you always bet blindly on the Vikings? Not always. I just, I hate betting against them. Yeah, that makes sense. But if I'm, yeah, I rarely bet against them. I either bet on them or just not bet at all on the Vikings. Okay, I respect that. Or, or just move to over and unders at that point. Yep, that's totally. But um, yeah, I just feel like on paper that game just leans. It's in Arizona too. The Vikings really, I think, missed a big opportunity to get like an early season win last week. Yes. And. Yeah, they had, what was it? 10 penalties in the first half the Vikings. They, they almost they were one away from like a record like they yeah. couldn't even get that record which is funny <laughs> but uh yeah uh, they struggled against jamar chase deandre hopkins not going to be any easier at all yeah i think well it is a patrick peterson revenge game too we forget that i i do forget that he's on the vikings so you might want to get rid of that parlay <laughs> i have already placed the bet it's a plus 612 total for five dollars will win me 3058 it's nowhere near as sexy as I want it to be. I had like five other teams placed in there for a fourth team, but I just took them out because I just think for my own pride's sake, I need to win a parlay just to prove that parlays are worth yeah, winning. Get the ball rolling on. These yeah, parlays. exactly. Just so I could feel better. So momentum. So that is, I've fondly named that one. The, they are who we thought they were parlay. There we go. In honor of the late, great Denny green. RIP. It's all favorites and it's all, I think, teams that are going to prove that they are, in fact, who we thought they were. So if you lose every game on this parlay, are you done betting parlays? If I lose every single one, yes. (laughs) For like another week or two. Yeah, exactly. Then I'm done until at least Thursday night football (laughs) week three. Um, Yeah. Speaking of that, just going into some other games that I like over the weekend. I don't like this game for like the watching factor, but uh, the Thursday night game is Washington minus three versus the Giants. It's going to be a terrible game. I'm honestly deciding of whether I want to bet like $50 on this game and be interested in it or if I just want to have it on in the background and just take the time to clean my apartment because my apartment (laughs) needs to get cleaned. So I'm currently debating that. I will be putting money on Washington, obviously. I think the Giants are a joke, kind of. Yeah, you got Giants' offense is 
sketchy at best. And then the Washington's Washington, defense is good. Yeah, Washington has a great defense. We got line. return of Heineke, which I think will be really cool because I think he made a really big impact when he they played that playoff game last year. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be really cool to give him. He's gonna have an extended chance now to prove he's the guy. Yeah, this what, is kind of a make or break game for Heineke. Like, he's, got, he's got time. He's got probably like the next like four weeks at least. Just yeah, but, Fitzpatrick's out. But if he but, like totally shits the bed, that's going to be bad news. That's true. Then you could see them doing, hey, like we're a playoff team. Maybe we go sign a Cam Newton or something or like that. Or maybe they have uh, Logan Thomas play quarterback. Maybe. Yeah, maybe quarterback. Maybe they do. The, op- the options are endless. So um, Washington, I'm taking Washington minus three tomorrow night, mainly just because I want to have some skin in the game and some reason to watch this game. I mean, I'd watch it even if I didn't have like money on it. Just cause, like I'm just so happy football's back. But Jesus Christ, that's a rough game. I don't. I hate. I like the under for this game, forty and a half points. I like that too. I think this is like a fourteen ten game. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, I think I told you this earlier this week, but I'm honestly starting to lean in the camp that Saquon Barkley might be a bust. Like, no. like again, might be victim of the moment thing, might be the overreaction. But I'm in a fantasy <laughs> league, and he scored like four or five points. I don't remember what it was, but. Those are some nice twenty yards he got, though. You have to admit, that's true. Carries. He looked, he looked, his legs looked great when he was doing it. His two point nine <laughs> yards of carry looked oh, fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel Jones just continues to improve at fumbling the ball at every opportunity. Yeah, Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, baby. So yeah, I like that game. And then the only other two games I could find that I really liked. The first one is just sticking with my Rams thing I got going. Uh, Rams minus four versus Indy. The Rams I thought just looked great and. I don't know. The Colts, I think, are still struggling to find their footing a little bit. The Colts have such a brutal opening to the season. Seahawks, Rams, and then I I believe they have two other playoff teams after this. The Colts, yeah, the Colts got the short end of the stick here, so they're going to have to get a win, I think, eventually if they want to be in the playoff. Maybe they won't, though. AFC South looks bad, too. (laughs) And NFC West looks damn good, too. Yeah, the NFC West has been the best division in football, I think, for a while. And they will, I think, continue to be for the next two three years yeah i could see that but so yeah i'm taking the rams minus four versus indy just because i don't think indy has the firepower to match them in scoring right now yeah and then i've also got the chargers minus three versus dallas i'm still i i was appalled with what i saw with uh dak prescott he looked phenomenal on last thursday night i told you you did i will give you total credit there but I think the Chargers' defense is a little more overall balanced than the Bucks. The Bucks are very front-heavy. Their DBs aren't great. So I think Dak will have a tougher time. And I think Herbert proved what if he can do what he did in the Washington to the Washington defense, yeah. feel good with what he's gonna do against the Dallas defense. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So yeah, those are the games I'm looking at this weekend. Is there any others you got in your radar? Uh yeah. I like um Texans uh, plus 12 and a half against the Browns. I do like that too. I I hate giving an NFL team 12 and a half. Yes, that's a general rule for me. If it's over like 11 points mm-hmm. or 10.5, I always bet the underdog in that situation. That number shocked me because of how the, well the Texans played against the Jaguars. Are they just getting no they credit are, or if the are the Browns just that good on paper? Yeah, and it, I think it was a pretty weak victory beating that's the true. Jaguars. Yeah. And... Browns look good last week, but they did. I think this will be a come down game for the Browns just a little bit because that was such a hyped up game for them. That was yeah, the, the, the person who knocked him out of the pl- team that knocked him out of the playoffs. So yeah, I think the Browns had that that Chiefs game mm-hmm. circled on their calendar all year. Yep, and now this is like the hangover come down game. Yeah. for the Browns. Browns, I think will still win, but I also do like that number. Also, Tyrod Taylor revenge game again. So Tyrod Taylor has the revenge game against half the league. <laughs> <laughs> He's got half, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick has the other half. <laughs> 
hey, revenge games are a real thing. That's very true. And the, the Texans offense, like when I looked at it, they actually have some weapons. They got like Mark Ingram, Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks. Yeah. They have, ta- I mean, talent. They've got names. <laughs> they have names. <laughs> they have names that I know. They do. They have a semi-decent offensive line too. So Yeah, you never you know, know. Yeah, you never do know. Um, I had one more here. What's the other one? What's the other one? Oh, yeah. Falcons plus 12 and a half against the Bucks. Again, same thing. Same thing. Okay. So And plus division game again. So quite literally the opposite. You went all underdogs. Well, I Other went, than the Bills, but yes. Yes, that's true. Yep. There's one other game I needed to talk about. I needed to talk about because I'm really tempted to go straight money line on it. I'm thinking Bengals money line over Bears. Was the Bengals win a fluke? You probably watched the game. I listened on the radio. Uh, Bills, our Bengals kind of fucked themselves out of that game because they had the ball on their own 30 mm-hmm. and they ran the ball on a fourth down. I heard that. Yeah. Like out had, of nowhere. And they had like an 11 point lead or something. Mm-hmm. And that, or no, it was, was it, I forget, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they, but, but the Vikings came right back, scored a touchdown right away. Yep. Vikings were back in the game. So Zach Taylor is kind of a not so great coach. Yeah. <laughs> which you could come to realize now he's like seven and 25 in his career right now. Zach Taylor. Yeah. It, it's, it's really bad. So I don't, Zach Taylor is not a very good coach, but I mean, Burrow's great. Jamar Chase is great. It's true. And their defense looked pretty stout, although it was against the Vikings. See, the, that's, that's where I struggle is like, I do think the Vikings are still like the better team than the Bengals. Yeah. And like stuff like that, like makes you think, Hey, maybe the Bengals are a little bit better or like they messed up. Like they could have won by more. You could have made the argument. The Bengals could have won that game by oh, yeah. a lot more than they Definitely. did. It was and just that coaching. And that's what gets me so excited about the opportunity of them beating the bears, especially when the bears didn't do anything to calm anyone's nerves about the way their offense looks. All the Bears have to do is play Justin Fields more, and they'll. There's there's rumblings about it. There's rumblings. There is the uh, offensive coordinator said something today about like how like Fields is ready to go whenever like he gets the call. <laughs> he's ready when he's ready. Yeah, they said like <laughs> they said we threw everything at him at preseason and he was able to handle it. So like he's ready to go now. So I feel like he was kind of just distancing himself from Nagy a little bit in that moment. That's smart. And yeah, they're already starting to put him in packages. And when they did, they did really well both times. So I could see if Dalton gets to like a really bad first. It's an Andy Dalton revenge game. Didn't think of oh, that. Oh, damn it. I forgot. <laughs> Never mind. Bet it all on the Bears. <laughs> but um, if Dalton looks bad that first half, I could see them going ahead and just throwing fields in right now. Just because I think in Chicago, that's going to be too loud of a like too much pressure. Yeah. Around the team. So that's why I'm hesitant about that because I do, my heart does say Bengals money line straight up. And that, but I also think that might just be me wanting to pick an underdog because I'm learning a lot about myself this NFL season. I'm learning, <laughs> I'm reflecting a with, lot. Within one that's, week, that's one week. Yeah. yeah. Within one week, I've learned that A, I'm a victim of the moment and B, I'm too eager for the big win rather than just taking the small wins. I'm not very process oriented. Is right. what I'm saying I'm very results oriented. I yeah. Only way I would do. I'm not going to do a parlay until like week ten. I don't think. Once you start knowing who's knowing. who. Yes, exactly. I respect that. I'm not a gambler like you are, although I am. <laughs> well, I think yeah. I think I put the actual gamble in gambling <laughs> with a capital G. Yeah, big old G. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. My thoughts for week two. I don't know. Do you have any others? Or um, I have one more pick. I did the Eagles plus three and a half. Where are I they? do like that. I'm big on the Eagles this year. Yeah. And it's in Philadelphia. Yes. So the Niners have to travel coast to coast to play that game. And it's a noon game too. And yeah, plus three. Justin Fields. Or not Justin Fields. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked just, just fine uh-huh. playing that game too. So yeah, the Niners defense is obviously a lot better than the Arizona de- or the Atlanta defense. But at the same time. 
Uh, do we think that 49ers offense is all it's cracked up to be? Who knows? Yeah, they'll play well, but I think I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Eagles pull it off. I might okay. do a little money line on that. Fuck it. Was it 150? Oh, yeah. That might be your fuck it, you ball. That's fuck it, we ball. Like I like that. Maybe I'll do that, too. Well, now you got me thinking. Well, maybe add it to your little parlay you got going. Uh, don't tip me. <laughs> the Eagles did win me my parlay last week, but I think I got to stay. I'm I'm confident with the one I placed already. I'm 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 sticking with the chalk. I'm gonna see if this new strategy I'm imp- implementing of small wins will get me to that fifty <laughs> to that fifty five percent range. You'll be saying the exact ride. opposite next week. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna come in next week just like fuck it. We're all, we need big wins, big wins only. <laughs> I'm betting it all on one game. <laughs> you should do that. That's not a bad idea. There you go. Now we're talking. So. Be on the lookout for that one next week. I'm going to completely lose my mind after all these underdogs win this week, and I'm going to completely change who I am as a person. Um, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy week two, and try and do whatever you whatever you have to do to enjoy that Thursday night game tomorrow night. Find some way to cope, and as always, remember, it is not a loss. It is a down payment on future success. See ya.